We're back. We are back. The Drake Desk Podcast. What's going on, man? Um, uh, man, it's it's, a, it's it's tough time. You know, beautiful weather. Tough time for me personally. Uh, you know, I uh, I miss my normal life. You know, I miss being able to go to the gym every day. I miss the things that you know, you know, I took for granted, and I just like the the the. Uh, Lib- uh, the liberations that I've had, that I have, that I have had normally in my day to day life, I've missed, you know. And so, you know, on one hand, the weather's great, being able to go outside, sit outside, drink some beers, smoke some cigars, kind of enjoy the weather, that part's good. But um, I miss being to see my family, spend time with my family, you know, spend time with my friends. Um, so, um, you know, like we still haven't done it, we haven't had a beer. Me and you, or, or have we had a chance to, to record a lot of podcasts for that matter? So, um, but you know what? I take the good with the bad. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. What have What have you been doing to try to combat? You know that obviously not going to the gym. Like you know, what have you been doing to kind of substitute stuff? Um. Well, I, I, I try to substitute it with things that are close so I found like a nearby school that has like an outdoor that has like some basketball ramps up so they don't have any nets up but uh you know so I, I, just, I shoot on that and I still work out have weights at home so I try to keep the same routine of every day doing something which is normal which is you know basically what I do in a, when things are normal um so I try to keep a similar routine uh, that's the norm, but even though I can't do the exact same activities, yeah, yeah, it's it's it, for myself. Um, I typically like to go to the gym, um, and obviously, it you know, with the the quarantine, uh, the gyms have been closed, so I've tried to supplement that with actually taking walks and stuff with my wife as well as the kids. Um, and yeah. it, it's funny because we went on a walk today and we had like multiple people, you know, say to us like, man, you guys walk all the time. Like, yeah, like, you know, try to get out a little bit. I think getting some, you know, the sunshine on your face is nice and definitely a nice change up from just being inside, you know, work and all that good stuff. So it's, you know, you got to you got to try to stay sane. You know, I know there's people that do meditation different things to try to keep the, the the mental health in good in good spirit so it's tough it's tough but it does look like we are on the tail end of it here in Michigan some restaurants have opened up more more things more businesses have opened up and actually myself and my wife actually went to a restaurant for the first time today and, and had dinner uh, we sat out on a patio so that was really nice to be able to to be able to do that. Yeah, and I, I highly encourage it you know, to yourself and to our listeners out there. You know, try, try to um, do as much as you can, do it safely. Uh, but you know, I, I think one thing that this has showed the whole world, um, all of us, is that um, the day-to-day things that we once didn't think twice about, um, we even though we didn't think we were doing it, we were taking we take it for granted. You know, and how quickly we can be we can encounter situations that can shut 
our normal flight down. Um, either violent, uh, even uh, either it, it it forcibly uh, forcefully uh, shuts it down, or we have to take measures like social distancing, uh, which we do have to shut down our day to day lives. So. Uh, I'm definitely not going to take it for granted, and I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back in the, in the swing of things. Okay, cool. Well, it's the the end is near. The end is near. So keep the keep the faith. Stay strong. NBA is coming back soon too, baby. Uh, just announced. Actually, Adrian Wojnarowski uh, tweeted out today that in fact the NBA is moving up their start date. A whole day sooner. <laughs> well, it. And, go ahead. Go ahead. Instead of July thirty first, July thirtieth. Well, okay. I'll take One day it. closer. I will take it. Right? Well, and I wonder. <laughs> I wonder too if that's any indication that it's going to that they're going to try to do it as soon as possible. I, I wonder. I don't know, but that's that's interesting. Well, look, man. I, I, I'm look. I'm sure that the players, to me, the teams that really want to just really want to get back into it are, are the contenders. I mean, I think the teams that even the teams who are in the lower end of playoffs, I don't know if all those guys are itching to get back. You know, I think the, the guys that really are itching to get back are are the, the, the teams like the Rockets, the um, uh, the Lakers, the Clippers, maybe the Jazz, Milwaukee, um, the Bucks, Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, yeah. Uh, the teams that think they have a legit Toronto, things that have a legit shot uh, to at least get to the finals, especially in this format where there's no, and I'm, we're going to talk about this in our NBA segment, um, there's no home court advantage. Yeah, you know, I, I do think that, um, that th- th- those guys are chomping at the bit to get back. I think the one guy who is just, uh, just, just chomping at the bit to get back is LeBron James. Um, because I, I, I think... Um, Everything's going on, you know. Kobe passing this year. I mean, he wanted to win. I proved something anyway this year. He was on a mission anyway. But Kobe passing, and you know, his him having a great team. It, it's. I think he really wants to get a championship this year. He sees it. He sees the. He sees the door open, and that, and that window open. I think he really wants to take advantage of it. So, uh, but anyway, let, let's let's try to get on track here. We wanted to hit the double topic first, right? Uh, yeah, wanted to hit that first. So we're going to talk about uh, basically our topics today will be talking about Dabo, his his uh, video that he released. And we will also talk about uh, the NBA and, and just some topics around that. Um, yeah, sure. So with the Dabo uh, video that came out, um, he, he's, it's a, it's about 14 minutes long, if I'm not mistaken, but it, there's a pretty, there's a paragraph essentially that has been talked about in the media. So I'll, I'll read that real quick. Um, so the, the, the portion that's, that's, uh, that's talked about is Dabo says, first of all, anybody who's been in our program knows there are words I don't want to, I'm sorry, there are two words I don't want to hear. There are a lot of words I don't want to hear, but two words in particular I will absolutely call you out on. One is the N-word, and the other is G-D. So I think it's G-O-D. I would fire a coach immediately if he called a player an N-word. No questions asked. That did not happen, absolutely did not happen, and has not happened. He sh- uh, Then it says, Sweeney said the incident between Pyramid and Greenlee happened when the two were separate from everyone else on the practice field, and he was correcting Greenlee's use of the word. 
uh, in quotations, Dabo says he shouldn't have done that. There's no excuse for even saying that. It doesn't matter what the context is, but there is a big difference. He did not call someone an N-word, Sweeney said. Uh, he said a lack of a team apology was because he dealt with it privately. So there was a player named, what is it, Canyon Tuttle, who had a tweet in regards to what Dabo said. Uh, it said His tweet it says, Cap, you allowed a coach to call a player the N-word during practice with no repercussions. Not even a team apology. When we had the sit-in in front of Sykes, you suggested us players try to stay out of it to limit distractions. Stop protecting your brand. Take a stand. Um, now, there was a sit-in, um, and I forgive me because I did not dive into it, but it was a sit-in, and it's called. it was called the Sykes sit-in. And um, basically what he said was the Sykes sit-in. We had players participate in the Sykes sit-in, I would never tell someone that they could not go participate in something that they believe in or just exercise their basic right. But as a coach, our job is to teach, to educate, to protect and inform. I consulted with the staff and I took in front of the team and the only or I'm sorry, I stood in front of the team. And the only thing I said to the team was, if you're going to participate, make sure you know what you're signing up for. Make sure you know what the agenda and the message is the fine print, if you will, because you're not going to be Johnny Joe the student and go over there and just blend in. If you go over and you participate, you need to be prepared and to be on the news and be on ESPN and so forth because of who you are. So just make sure that it's something that you really know what you're getting involved in. So though the, that's the, the crux of what he said. Um, he did, we'll, we'll get into another part of it as well. Um, in regards to the shirt and things like that. So we'll get into that a little bit uh, after, but what are your initial thoughts on, you know, Dabo's comments in regards to the, the video and the quote unquote statement? Okay. So um, before we recorded, also I read that article on ESPN as well to kind of get the, to make sure I understood the full statement as well. And let me start off by saying this. If we knew all the things that were said, things that were done, player to player, coach to player, coach to coach, and the programs across this country, we will be appalled. Um, some things that are done maliciously, some things that are done uh, mistakenly, some things that are done uh, just by being ignorant or naive or misinformed or tone deaf, whatever you want to use, for various reasons. By no means am I excusing uh, Coach Pyramid for doing that. I think in 2000, was that 17, you should know that even if you want to correct a player for not saying something, you don't have to repeat this, the word, especially that word when you know better. You should at least know that. You know, there's so many ways you could have reacted. Do I believe that incident uh, should uh, be fireable. Should that boy fire Coach Pimer for that? I'm not so sure. Because uh, it's, it's rare for me to say anybody should be fired or extreme consequences should happen, uh, consequences should happen to anyone um, uh, if, if there's just one incident. Now, there is a track record and more facts came out that Coach Pierre may have done other things, either at Clemson or other stops he has had, that would be different. 
Same thing with Dabo. Same thing with the rest of that coaching staff. Uh, if this was a one-off incident, and in his statement he says they they handled it internally, um, and if things were uh, acknowledged on both sides, from the player and the coach, and there was forgiveness and there was you know understanding going forward, if they were able to move forward with it, I can accept it. Um, I think with the social climate right now, and I speak, I'm saying this as an African American, um, is a lot easier to get triggered when we hear stories like this and to want uh, swift action taking place. But um, based on what I know from the article I read, I don't see a lot of. Uh, enough information in terms of a trend of these type of issues happening on the Davos watch for me to um, I guess warrant for for uh, consequences and action to be warranted at this point yeah um, I have a bit of a different take um, to me and, and and like you said maybe it is the current climate that we're living in but to me yeah. I think this is a fireable offense. And the reason being is as a football... For Dabo or for Pyramid? No, no, no. Not for Dabo. For Pyramid. Um, it, from from what I've seen, the, Dabo's issue is is just not... Well, it seems as if he didn't address this with the team up front. Because, um, you know, like I said, it, the, the, per even what Dabo said, he took care of this behind the scenes or in private. Um it to me to me this is a fireable offense for Pierman because when you are a football coach like there are there's certain slip ups you just can't have like and and I'm and we're and keep in mind we're not talking about a high school football coach where you're basically a volunteer like we are talking about a high level football program where your head coach is a multimillionaire where you are getting paid he, I believe he's a special teams coordinator so he if he's making under 200,000, I would be shocked. Um, it, it's just, you know, it, 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 the responsibility and the salary that you're getting paid, like there, there's just a responsibility that comes with it. Like, you know, I, I, I look at it like, you know, I appreciate the apology and, and I do understand that. I think that definitely should have happened, but you look at CEOs of companies, they don't get to, you know, okay. It, can they have just, be on tape saying anything they want with no consequences like it like there's a certain type of responsibility and when you're a, a man of authority over young men and, and like Dabble even said we're there to teach educate uh you know when that's when that's part of your responsibility uh there's a certain level that you need to be held up you know upheld to and if you're Dabble and you're saying that i i there's two words i absolutely don't want to hear well, shouldn't your coaches have the same? Shouldn't that go for your coaches as well, not just your players? So th- that that's my you know thought on it. I, I you know I don't, I don't think it's anything where Pyramid should never work again or anything. I don't think that. But it there's a certain responsibility when you are a a man of authority, uh, not only over just young men but also young black men. There's a lot of uh, minorities in that locker room that I guarantee that player that you you said that to told other guys in that locker room and that that's that, that's just where I'm at with it like I do understand if it didn't happen but it 
to me, it's either he's got to be terminated or you need you should have addressed that with the entire team. Uh, as far see, as that, as far as Dabo, see, and that's another thing for me is I'm looking at it from June 11, 2020, and I'm trying to look at an incident that happened three years ago. No, I, and, right, and, I, and I'm not saying fire him now. I'm saying that should that exactly. should have happened. That's what I'm looking right. At. That I'm saying yeah. you you messed you messed that up. Like you, as far as yeah. Dabo, you missed opportunity. You missed an opportunity, and it, it sometimes you missed. You missed an opportunity. From your standpoint, you're saying he Dabo missed an opportunity to do the right thing. Correct. At, at that point in time, because if you did now, for one, I it just it, it's it it, it it doesn't make any sense to do it. Right. Now. And it, it will look like you're just trying to save face. Essentially, like if you're if you're gonna yeah, if you're gonna it, make it, a decision, like live with your conviction, and it looks like Dabo is, but that yeah. doesn't mean he handled it the correct way. Right. Right. Right, uh, and, and it's just um, like I said, you know, like I, it, it, that's the, the timing of it. Now looking back, it, it plays a big role, and also, you know, like I, I'll feel a lot differently if, um, you know, if if, peer, if there were facts that came out that pyramids had other incidents like this. Um, but it's tough. It's tough, right? Because we want. And look, it's no secret, man. You're both black. You know, we're both black men. You know, we we, we want people to be accountable. We want when things um, uh, come out for people to to if they're naive to to understand what's going on. But in the year 2017, you know, as a white person, you don't use the N word mm-hmm. by any shape or form. So it's not like it's heat of passion. You're defending yourself, or you know, like come on, man, really, <laughs> you know, like. Hey man, we don't say that crap here. Right. You know, we, we don't say that that S word here. Right. Watch your watch you your mouth and keep it keep it rolling. Watch your mouth. Watch yeah. just that. Watch your mouth. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have like it, 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 there's a I guess there's a, a bunch of different ways that Pyramid could have went about it. Now, if if we're if we're just let's say if we're focusing on let's say this is 2017, this comes out the exact time it happens. I don't know if I would say pyramid get fired, maybe suspension, uh, without pay, half a season. You know, I, I don't know if firing is necessarily the best course of action. But I, I do I think we both agree that at the time there should have been some kind of consequence. We just made the defer on what the consequence should have been. Yeah, to me the uh, the we dealt with it privately means you didn't do anything about it. Like that like it, and then you know what? And this is actually just gonna segue into I think another thing that we're gonna talk about is you know why I believe that maybe he didn't he really didn't do anything because Dabo has especially when it comes to racial type issues has come off at the very least very toned down uh-huh. and how if I know that you're a pretty you're a, you're 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 pretty much a toned up type of person especially when it comes to social issues dealing with race you expect me to uh, uh, to believe you took the most serious uh, <laughs> right. route in a private conversation when it comes to your coaching staff that you handle in-house? No. No way. Yeah. So, that, that it's kind of hard to get the benefit of the doubt with that, right? It's like, man, really? You did? Yep. No. Well, yeah. and, it, and that's so. interesting because that's actually what I wanted to move into next was the sit-in, the psych sit-in. Um, sure. It, it, to me, this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read the quote again that he talked about the psych sitting and and I want to to 
have a, uh, you know, a PSA. Like, this isn't an attack on Dabo Sweeney and his character or no, anything no, no, like no. that. But, like, this no. is what he said. Like, so we're talking about that. Yeah. Um, but he mentions, um, you know, I consulted with the staff and I stood in front of the team. And the only thing I said was, if you're going to participate, make sure you know what you're signing up for. Make sure you know what the agenda and the message is, the fine print, if you will. Because you're not going to be Johnny Joe the student and go over there and just blend in. If you go over and you participate, you need to be prepared to be on the news and be on ESPN and so forth because of who you are. So just make sure that it's something that you really know what you're getting involved in. And maybe I'm reading too much into it and it's just it's it's glued with the other topic. But to me, that that seems that you're not encouraging anyone to go there. You seem to be in my eyes discouraging because when you have to put so many caveats like I I think you know and this is before Trevor Lawrence was on campus but I think Trevor Lawrence knows if he goes to a sit-in or a protest or something like that like he knows he's gonna be like right like I think we can agree on that like he knows that there will be cameras and stories and things like that it it, to me this just seemed this seemed a bit much like I'm good when you say um, you know, if you're going to participate, make sure you know what you're signing up for. Like, the, you know, you're you're not a normal student. Like, you're a student athlete. You play on the football team. Uh, 2017, maybe, you know, defending national champions. Just understand that. But move forward. If you have conviction on this, I absolutely encourage you to go and do it and roll from there. Like, it, just, it seemed a bit much um, on, you know, just really hammering home that point. Um, because, number one you're hammering this home of, yeah, go ahead and do that, but just understand this, 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 and this, but then you also were very adamant that not a single one of your players is going to kneel, you know, in, in protest with the national anthem. So I, it, it, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, 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 I'm no, 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 to no, get, no. you know, kind of mashing this up a little bit. No, but that's, no, I don't think you are. I don't think you are. It's one of those typical, you know, and, Sometimes uh, bosses do that, and then uh, for work, you know. Hey, hey, look, yeah, you, look, you can have you have vacation time. You're welcome. It's your vacation, you know. You're welcome to use your, your vacation as you wish. Uh, but, but you know, and then the and then the big but, but comes in. Like, yeah, use all yeah. the vacation that that HR gives you. But you know, and then they they roll into to something different. You know, do you think you ha- you had it? Let's talk. Let's bring into a sales part. You know, do you think you have the the pipeline to to take some extra time we launch like or put let's put it like this hey long as you think you're on track to, to reach your goals you know feel free to use your vacation as you you know it's up to you right you know, it's totally up to you but you know just, just make sure that you had your, your ducks in a row and long as things are squared away you and you feel comfortable with that <laughs> but it's like wait a minute hr didn't give me you know this this vacation time contingent on me hitting my goals like this is just yeah, part yeah. of my benefits plan. It's like, you know, my dental insurance. I'm not, I don't right. only get dental insurance if I'm exceeding my goals. As an employee, right. I'm entitled to this. <laughs> like, I, I pay for yeah. this. It comes out of my check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. That's basically what Dabo was saying. Look, basically, like, well, so wait a minute. I have the right <laughs> to do a sit-in, but, um, and yet, I think that's a, a given that I have the right to do that. Right. But you're making it seem like, do it at your own i don't want you to but you know like look do 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 what you feel compelled to if you feel like you're compelled feel free to participate 
But understand that you're not just Johnny Joe and you're not just going to blend in. And if you participate, you need to be prepared to be on the news and be on ESPN and so forth just because of who you are. But, you know, just make sure it's something that you really want to be involved in. Like that. It, 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 see, it just seems like, you know, I, I read that. I'm just like, yeah. man, it seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. Yeah. After, after a while, the year, especially, I mean, especially if you're a kid, you, you're not Trevor Lawrence. I mean, anybody who that's not Trevor Lawrence, you're probably like, well, I, I mean, I am like third on the depth chart. I don't think. Right. Um, I go out here and, and, and slip up, say something wrong on ESPN camera. Like, I might be. I touch the field. Touch the field. I might <laughs> have a scholarship tomorrow. I'm like, get yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think. Uh, yeah, maybe I, maybe I'll just yeah. stay in a room and just play Xbox, yeah, play PlayStation, just, I go watch just chill. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna order a yeah. pizza and just chill. Yeah, hey, man, <laughs> I ain't even messing with it. I'm, I'm just gonna yeah. keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. I, then 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 what happens once you leave? Then like like the like the guy the the receiver who decided to talk about it. Well, I talk about it now, right? But back then, you know, it, it, look as I said, my opening statement, you know. It, and I'm no, nobody no means excusing it, but uh, I think if we knew all the things that it's, it's the sexist, racist, uh, discriminatory, well, all the things that are said, especially in a football program across the country, we'll be appalled. You know, it, it's like it's happened. Um, you will hope they don't happen very frequently. Uh, but you know, it, do I think let, let's go to let's go here then? You know, me and you discuss this. Uh, via text, uh, will this impact Dabo's recruiting? And now that I've had time to kind of digest, I, I, I stick to my point. I don't think this is going to impact recruiting too much. I think this is kind of a blip on the radar, uh, as it's current as it's currently stated. You know, like with the current facts that are out there. If there are more things that come uh, come out, there have been cover-ups similar to this type of situation. Now we're talking about something totally different, but. Um, look, playing for double screen is a business decision. So, you know, I I don't I don't think it's going to. Well, impact I, I think it will have an impact. Um, but how much? So, I think timing plays a, a part in it. If this were six months ago in January, I think it could. Put, I, I don't want to say devastating. That's that's being dramatic, but it definitely. Sure. It'll have some, let's say, ten percent recruiting. I, I, you know, it nothing major, but I think this will have an impact for a kid who may think twice about it. Because my my thing is is correct. Go, playing for Dabo Sweeney is a business decision, but if I'm a, for sake of discussion, five star defensive end, if I go to Clemson, I'm probably going to be a first round pick. If I go to Alabama, I'm probably going to be a first round pick. If I go to Ohio State, I'm probably like that. You know what I mean? Dabo's not the only route to being a high level draft pick in the NFL. If you if you're a five star kid, so no, no, he's not the only only route because I. But but what but what about this situation? I mean, I, I guess if you are if you are a parent, but I say you are a parent of one of these five star kids. I mean, like. What, what I feel, I mean, dude, for God's sakes, I think Georgia's still recruiting well, but yet uh, uh, Justin Fields claimed that. Now, granted, no, it was a was baseball a player. Baseball he player. Said to him. It was a okay, a baseball. So it was a baseball player. So a baseball player, uh, another student athlete, 
said this to him, uh, called him N-word um, or racial slur when he was on campus and he transferred. He felt he should have transferred from the Georgia program. I don't know. I don't think, at least I don't know if any evidence of Georgia Georgia being impacted by that. Think about it. Have a five-star kid, quarterback, comes to their campus, transfers, and states his reason for transferring is due to being called a racial slur. I mean, like, so I, I don't know, man. I mean, like, like I said, you know, I, I think what adds a little bit extra fuel to the fi- fire is just the timing of it. it. The social climate that we're at right now and everything that's going on around us. If this would have happened last year, is this as big of a deal? I don't know. I don't know. And I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying in, 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 in a big picture, in terms of how does it impact this particular program, I'm not sure it does. I'm well, not I sure. mean, only time will tell. I, I Like I said, it's a... There's, sure. there's we're, just we're so, there, like it's June, so there's so much time for kids. Like the the kids who have already committed and are are getting ready to play their first season of college football have already committed. Like it, you know, at this point, um, sure. kids who are going into their senior year of football in high school, they still have plenty of time to commit, decommit, all that jazz, all that good stuff. So there's still there's still plenty of time I, I think the the benefit was the timing of this coming out um is because it, it i mean essentially this is kind of like a dead period you know what i mean like no like okay you get a commit from a, a kid who's getting ready to be a senior well that means nothing because they can't sign anything until i think november's early signing period or maybe february so there you know nothing no, yeah. No, no, no one's flip flopping at this point right now, and even if they do, you still have plenty of time to get them back. So, I think it's it's minuscule as far as the actual impact. Um, so, I, 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 I'm with you. I, I think it's it's low to no. Uh, but what's interesting is I wanted to pull up real quick four and five star rated guys in the let me see first round. I want to say okay. This is this is awful. So I thought it was four. I thought it showed. Uh, so in the first round of the 2019 NFL draft, there were eight five stars drafted, and I want to say Kyler Murray was one. Nick Bosa was two. Uh, Josh that was Josh Allen one. Yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a pretty bad list they gave. Kentucky. Oh, I doubt it. Go to Kentucky. Yeah, I don't have time to roll through this whole thing, but it was it, it made it seem as if these were the uh, who were the four and five star picks, but nonetheless, from this this group, I was just looking at essentially like a since I brought up defensive end, the defensive ends that got drafted that were high-level guys um, and where they went. So Nick Bosa obviously was number two, Ohio State. Uh, Carroll was Clemson, number four. Uh, Josh Allen, who's from Kentucky, he went, was at eight. Uh, Ed Oliver was a D-lineman. I think he's more inter- internal. Twelve. Uh, your boy Rashawn Gary uh, went to, to, to Green Bay. <laughs> Dominant. There we go, baby. But then you got uh, Brian yeah, Burns, who went to Florida State. You got uh, was Jeffrey Simmons a uh, edge guy or was he inter- in inside guy? 
So you got him. Guy. He was Mississippi State. Uh, you also have Montez Sweat. Yeah, Mississippi Sweat. State as well. L.J. Collier, who's TCU. So they're you know that that's the the edge guys. Like yeah, the the highest, the second highest DN guy was was a Clemson you know player. Um, you know, so they they obviously have got it, it. It's a business decision, but like I said, there's there's plenty other guys, you know, other teams on this list: LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Alabama, uh, Michigan. You know, even though you guys can't seem to win the Big Ten, no big deal. Hey, Mississippi hey, State. Hey, look, we're not talking about <laughs> yeah, so you know, I, I yes, it's a business decision, but it's not the only route to get to where you want look, to be. Look, look, I know what this is. So let's just cut the chat. I know what this is. This is a Bama boy. Who 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 doesn't like Clemson because they they done took your heart out a couple of years? I understand, but you don't gotta be salty. Look, uh, we we've also taken that. I understand y'all haven't won too. anything in the last couple of years. I understand that y'all you're not used to this. Oh decision, my gosh. But wake up, you know. This is how it is. You know, eventually everybody every dog gets his deck. You know what I'm saying? It's just your time now. You know, like look. That's fine. Know. What I will also bring to your attention because it has been so long since Alabama has won a national championship is that Nick Saban has yet have a player not a graduating senior that no 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 not a graduating senior a guy play for him for three years and not leave with a national championship ring not a not a four-year not a, a fifth-year senior a guy who essentially plays out his college eligibility at Alabama, since Nick Saban's been there, has not left without at least one national championship ring. Some guys have left with two. Okay. While you're, while you know, you're it's, living, been, it's, it's been so long. We're, we're it's been so long. Yeah, go ahead and keep watching those videos of 2015 and 12. Okay. Well, you know, they don't have they don't have film of 1997, the last time you guys won it. So. Okay. Right. <laughs> let's, let's talk. Let's talk NBA. Yeah, uh, so with the NBA, do obviously COVID has changed the scope of the NBA season. It's getting ready to come back, but they're going to play an eight-game, I guess we can call it regular season. They're they're essentially they're treating the 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 uh, lockdown as a break. So your the games that you had and the record that you had before. COVID shutdown, you will keep that, but there will also be eight more games starting July 30th, sounds like, and then from there, they will roll right into the playoffs. So, obviously, it's not a typical season, um, but at this point, do you think that there will be an asterisk asterisk placed on the NBA champion uh, who wins it? Because as of now... Most teams have played just over 60 games, probably probably in the 60 to 65 game range. So they'll be, call it, you know, teams will play 70 games and then go into the playoffs. So do you think there will be an asterisk by the NBA champion this year? I'm going to go against what I believe the grain is, and I'm going to say if you look at if, if if you agree with the pick if the, the point of view that I'm about to take, I say no. I actually believe that whoever wins the championship this year, this may be a hot take, and I'll take credit for that if it is, may have the most valid championship 
ever. And what I mean by that is, is that this will be the first time in NBA history that a champion is crowned without having a home court advantage. This is pure neutral court, no fan impact, and it's pure man-on-man, team versus team, my guy versus your guys. And whoever has the best guys wins. There's no impact. It's not like you're playing, playing at the Oracle. The Golden State's going crazy. And the Oracle's rocking. And it adds the extra oomph on their runs. And before you know it, you try to shoot your jump shot, but now your legs are shaking because the Oracle is going crazy. <laughs> right? You know, you can't communicate on defense because the crowd's that loud. Right? So, I, I, I think that being on neutral court, it's just our guys with your guys. And if, if you're the team and you're able to get past uh, your opponents and you beat this team, you beat this team, you're, you've proven on that you are the best team without any outside factors. That's the way that I'm choosing to look at this. And I think if you can see the picture that I'm, 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 I'm painting here, I think I would think people can understand what I'm saying. That this is a true champion. It's a different path, no doubt, than we've ever seen. What However, if? Go ahead. go ahead. I was gonna say, what if I told you that because home court advantage is part of the game, that alone does create an asterisk on the on the NBA champion? Why an asterisk? Because it's different, or because it, it's when I think of an asterisk, I, I think that I think of. I almost think of it as a negative. Like, okay, but it, what is the... Like, not negative, but an asterisk is saying that this does not hold as much value. So, what is the value of winning a championship without playing on someone's court and you're not playing your own court? It's both neutral. It's not like you have all the games at home and your opponent. I think an asterisk could be if it was one way or the other. I think an asterisk could be like if you won a championship and every game you had throughout the playoffs was at home. You know, that would be an asterisk because you had a clear advantage. It was a, a an advantage that was totally weighed on your side that gave you a, a better and easier path to winning the championship. Everybody that goes down to Orlando, every team that, that plays in this playoffs, Whoever wins the championship has the exact same path. They're all in the same city. No one's traveling. Same court. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, you definitely you you've got a point. Um, I actually, I'm I'm pretty. You feeling what I'm saying, ain't you? I can I can hear. It. I am in. I'm 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 with you on the on the asterisk. I don't I don't think there is one on it because. Essentially, most teams are have played the same amount of games. There's a couple, you know, teams here yeah. and there. Um, you're gonna play eight games to get back in rhythm. The tough part is gonna be if you are the nine seed and you and you really need those for like if you're the nine seed and you need to go five and three in the last eight to, to get in. Right. Yeah. I, I, I and maybe I can look it up, but. Because essentially, the the first game back, no one's going to be normal. 
Like, no one is, you know what I mean? Right. So, and, and if you're a team that you need to have that, like, that's going to hurt because, let's see, the Pelicans are down three and a half games right now from the eight seed, but Portland is yeah. in front of them. So, uh, it's, there's Portland, New Orleans, and Sacramento are all three and a half games back. So, yeah. you're, I mean, you're going to have to go five and three, six and two, and then that's also assuming that Memphis is – is you know kind of what's the bet a little bit so memphis is so dallas is in for sure dallas is seven games ahead of memphis so outside of dallas lose going what two and six and memphis winning out like dallas is in um actually no they're in for sure because if they lose they're like 10 games ahead of portland who's the the first nine seed so Dallas is in uh, for Portland, New Orleans, and Sacramento. You're going to need those. You you need you probably need to come out of there six and two if you even want a shot. Probably yeah. need to go seven and one. So no, no. It, it's going to be tough to even if you drop that first game, it's going to be tough to win seven straight. But, but here's the thing, I, and I granted, I apologize. I should have done my research beforehand. Don't they aren't they playing each other? Now who are they playing? Right, because they're not playing like who, who's on their schedule. Because what if they're playing each other, you know? True. Then they're then you have a chance to win those more those those head to Those will be big, right? Yeah, exactly. So like that that'll play a factor as well. Yeah. Um, and then and see they don't show them. This, and you know, let's say let's say that the, the, not granted. But so let's say Pelicans are playing the Lakers one of these games. Well, especially it's like the first game, right? And maybe you get the, the you get the luck of the draw because the, the teams, the, the top tier teams, only want to get their guys warmed up. They're not trying to get their guys uh, hurt. They're trying to slowly ease them in. If any, and they're not going to be hurt by losing some of these games. So I think if you have Pelicans, a Trailblazers, a, 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 a Portland, uh, uh, Memphis. Uh, uh, um, uh, the, the teams in that in that area, um, maybe you get the luck of the draw and you play some of the top tier teams, and you're like, okay, well, basically we may have a we we got to go full tilt. They're not going to go full tilt. They can't. It's just not worth them doing that. I mean, the Lakers aren't playing. I'll be surprised. For example, LeBron and AD play more than 20 minutes mm-hmm. their first game. You know, you, you can win that. Game. You know, yeah. that, that, that that's that, that's they're treating it like a scrimmage. So. You know, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, man. Like, I would love to see Zion Lakers in the first round. It, it, you know, also like just, uh, I, I, I I wouldn't because I just don't think that'll be close. Like I just really don't. Yeah. Um, but there's no home. I, it's it's going to be so interesting because there's going to be, uh, and I don't know, are they going to allow any fans at these games? Uh, probably not. Like it's going to be on no. the court. Yep. And. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be because it's literally guys versus guys versus the guys, you know. And you know, it, I, I think you may see closer games. I really do. Do you think they're um, going to pump like crowd noise into the like as we're watching? Probably, but that's so stupid. But probably, I mean, uh, honestly, you know, I would like. It. I don't. I don't want to just hear the ball bouncing and guys and, and, and sneaker and the sneakers. Yeah, no. <laughs> give Give me some crowd noise. I I, yeah. I I need that. I get it. I no no doubt. No, you're probably right. You're right. You're right. Gotta have the music going. Uh, Gotta have uh, the crowd. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I need uh, that. Yeah. You know, Mark Jackson. Yeah. That's a bad man, Mama. Yeah. There goes Bye. that man. 
<laughs> yes, like I yeah, I need I need some type of background music. It can't just be, you know, sneakers and <laughs> you know <laughs> Steph Curry. Hey, I, I do want to see that I, I want to hear the trash talk though. Like get up. But the, the but you're not gonna be able to you're you're you almost can't have it for sake of guys swearing. Like that's not gonna <laughs> that's not gonna work. Like you yeah, can't be yeah, on yeah. TNT with guys dropping f bombs and yeah, that, like that's not gonna work, you know. You, like and and then and then your their other issue is gonna be okay. Do we put it on delay so that we can edit any cuss words? But there there's a lot more of those than we think there are. Like it it's gonna oh, be sure. like half of the oh, game sure. is gonna be edited. So uh, oh, I, for I, sure. I just think you pump in cl- cr- you know crowd noise like make it. More, I, I just, I don't, I don't like. I know, I think it was, maybe it was a Pat Beverly who said he wanted everybody mic'd up, or maybe Steph. But I'm like, I just don't think you can do it, not reasonably. No, 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 that'd be terrible. No, man, but it, it's, it, it's, I'm excited for it. Um, I, I do believe it's going to be a true champion, and then we'll, we have, let's see, like. Who knows how this thing is going to progress? Maybe it's just the first couple rounds, right? If things continue to get better, maybe by the time the finals happens in late September, October, maybe it turns out we will see the Lakers playing in the Staples Center. We will see the Bucks playing in their arena. We don't know. I'd be cool so with that. Cool. I mean, you hopefully know, everything yeah. stays, you know, on the path, but... I mean, because, I mean, you would hope so. I mean, look, and, and if it doesn't, fine. You know, like, it's still going to be great to have the NBA back. Um, and I, I t- I'm telling you, man, this fall is about to be so much fun. If everything continues to go away, it's gone. We get football, and we got uh, uh, high-intensity playoff basketball, great. People out there, if you're listening, if you're just joining us, or you, you know, you, you will be in the future, we're going to have a lot of great content this fall. We're going to, that's where we're really going to be to kick this thing up a notch. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Sounds like it's a wrap to me. Sounds like a wrap. Another episode of the Dre and Des podcast. Good talk to you, brother. All right, man.